Alright, ready? Let's talk about some stuff. I Let's did talk zero. About some backpacking stuff. You did zero prep as always, which is fine. Damn, son, where'd you find this? My personal preference is to be, be, take the truth away. If I can be used as a, as a symbol for promoting revolutionary activity, that's fine with me because the main thing in my opinion, for me, the main thing is to get rid of the industrial system by whatever means may be necessary. There's not a lot to talk about this time. Uh, the first thing was the video of the park ranger getting thrown into the lake, which I have mixed feelings about. I think we talked yeah. about it a little bit, uh, a little text chat, but it's 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 just a video. It's a it's a park ranger in Texas. Do you remember what what park he was at? It's like a yeah. city park in Austin. But he was still like a park ranger, and he was there was a bunch of dumb assholes just gathered around this this area, and he was just trying to get people to. To, to disperse, to abide by the six-foot distancing requirements. And some asshole just body-checked them and threw them into a fucking pond or a lake or something. Uh, which, thankfully, that dude was arrested. And, like, I... A, a cab always and forever, <laughs> but on the in the same times, I'm glad when some people get their comeuppance in that asshole. I don't know if he even counts as a cop. Like, I really don't even think so. He looks like the dude looked I'd like he was like happy 17. that someone ends up in our prison industrial complex, except for this one guy. I can think of some people I'd be happy about ending up in the prison industrial complex. <laughs> <laughs> the the funny thing to me was like, to, so this whole thing is ridiculous and like it's just it's not a huge story. But the the one article I saw in the the statement that came out afterwards was that the cop statement afterwards says that, uh, so the cops say that Brandon's intentional and reckless action could have caused the ranger to strike his head on the dock as he was falling and render himself yeah. unconscious in at least three feet of water. And we could so have he drowned. drowned. That's like the park ranger version of I feared for my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this elaborate scenario, like what if yeah. you had shoved him and he had slipped on a banana peel Yeah. and then, and then knocked over a tower <laughs> of dominoes and fallen over and eventually... Like, and I'm drowning. Yeah, I mean, after you see him get pushed, you don't. I mean, you can't see how deep the water is, but then he stands up and it's like yeah. at his waist. <laughs> it looks like a kiddie pool, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "Oh man, you're fine." <laughs> and then he just like he just like hops He's up. Lucky on the he dock wasn't and, like, just like a normal away. like PD cop that would have like just came up gun drawn. Just <laughs> yeah. No, the guy who pushed him was one. white, so it would have been fine. They the guy they would have just all laughed at it mm-hmm. afterwards. Oh like, yeah, oh. it would have been Andy Griffith style, just like, yeah. oh, you guys horsing around. <laughs> <laughs> they just chase yeah. each other around the, the park for the like Keystone Cop scene playing in the, the background. Circle. Yeah, <laughs> they're running through like a long hallway, and they're coming in and out of different doors, and they're in different orders and different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, nothing will probably happen to this dude. Fuck him. Don't attack park rangers. That's fucked up. Why would you? They're so, yeah. most of the time, like the video of the guy is just like, he was being polite. He was being nice. But he's just like, hey man, six feet. Hey guys, it was like total nerd. And yeah. it was cute. And it was, and then somebody was just an asshole to him. Yeah, that's fucked up. Be nice to park rangers. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. the most, lie about your bear can. Just pretend. Or just take a smaller bear can and just tell him, pass the knock test. Don't don't tell on my tricks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
You can fit 10 days of food in a BB in a BB 450 that, if you I've, I know that trick pretty well. <laughs> I'm carrying just a lid. I've heard of people carrying a frisbee to pass the knock test. Don't do that. Uh, this is our new this is our new segment is hiker hacks. Yeah, oh exactly. yeah, don't do this. Satirically do this. <laughs> but don't do this and really, especially in bear country where a bear will definitely eat you. <laughs> they can't see a, me yeah. winking. Oh yeah, but I had a good bit idea. <laughs> Walker, Texas Park Ranger instead. Okay, go on. No, that's it. That's the entire bit. <laughs> that's not a bit. <laughs> the premise is the bit. That's all I got. But just Chuck Norris is walking around patrolling Yosemite, just karate chopping anyone who doesn't have... Uh, oh, roundhouse kicking like... a puma. He, uh... <laughs> I wonder what course of life events leads someone to become like a city park ranger in Austin. Probably just Texas. wanting to be a park ranger, but also wanting to live in a city. Yeah, or like not knowing where to start, and he's like, I don't know, I could probably get this job one day. I'll come to Yosemite, but like, yeah, start or, small. Or he got Humble kicked loose. out of the actual police. Yeah. He graduated the last in his class at yeah. police academy. Oh uh, no! Don't be mean to him. Oh, maybe first in is. his class because cops are dumb. He was too smart. He didn't fit mm, in. Yeah. Oh. Thin green line. Yeah. The park rangers have a thin green line. <laughs> what is that? Like the what thin blue mean? line for cops. Yeah. That's where, like, <laughs> if cops, like, murder a civilian, they won't tell on each other. <laughs> if, if, a, if a park ranger kills a bear, it won't tell anybody. They won't <laughs> yeah. They cover for one another. Yeah. <laughs> a couple other yeah, things maybe. in the news. Bryce and Zion are reopening soon. That's exciting. A lot, a of, lot of parks are reopening ones too, like that, right. and they have like an actual date though. Yeah. Instead of we talked about it before about the uh-huh. the very vague idea of the national parks opening up in there, but they now there's a few parks that have actually have now established dates. Bryson Zion, which will be opening in a few days, actually, like as of recording, about ten days from now, and. Yeah. Moab's already starting to open up too. They announced that they're going to start working them in, though Arches and Canyonlands haven't been announced for opening dates. So it looks like it's over. So it looks like we're starting to come out of this on the other side. I don't know. Are we though? Or I people, feel like are I think I started to notice it uh, when I go like my my state sanctioned, state approved uh, sixty minutes of outdoor time. Uh, starting to see more people out. Like mm-hmm. definitely people who aren't, at least don't seem like they are like live together. Of people just groups of friends yeah. my mom left her house to socialize for the first time today in you know six or seven weeks whatever and she just like went to a park and like went on a walk six feet apart from her friends but it was like your her mom's first a criminal outing. and you should citizens arrest her <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like if y'all cause she was like really nervous about it and i was like if y'all are really scared you could just like Instead of going to the park, like you just go to a parking lot and park six feet away from each other and just shout at each other through cracked windows. That sounds while dope. They just mask. start like, just like uh, cat yeah, call each right. other as they drive by. <laughs> <laughs> you like do the cop yeah, thing yeah. where you park like driver side window facing driver side window, but like really and far away. Each other's dicks. Yell. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> oh, Allegedly. My God. It's gonna be wild, like going back, man, going out back into the through the real world. It's I I don't know how I feel about it. I'm so now accustomed to this indoor life that getting outside, like I don't the relaxing of like social distancing restrictions is gonna be wild. Like going to a grocery store and not having to wait in like a six foot spaced out line, or 
actually being yeah. able to go not be afraid of running on single track trails or hiking on single track trails. I've already internalized like trauma. When I look at picture, like old pictures on my camera roll of like me with like a lot of people in a small space, like hiking or like socializing, whatever I like feel and like adverse reaction in my brain and body. That's like, no wrong, bad. No, it's going to take a really long time. I'm not going to change at all. <laughs> like yeah. I'm so ready to eat, food off of other people's plates at butcher's son and shit <laughs> yeah i'm ready to like fucking eat and like hang out with some friends but like i don't know when i'm gonna ever feel comfortable like being in like when am i gonna be comfortable going to a show again with like a bunch of people like breathing really hard in like a tight fucking hot but are you guys space? actually afraid know. of the getting the disease yourself because my concern is mm-hmm. just spreading it to people that like are at risk or whatever yeah i have really i have really I bad asthma I mean, I'm not going to die from this. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would, but, like... <laughs> There's always, like, either. fucked up things, like, the symptoms of some people it. getting, like, getting strokes or just developing weird... Yeah. ...different ways of being attacked. And I, I didn't worry too much about it at first. Like, the first few weeks, I was like, well, if I get it, it's not going to be a big deal. You know, I'm young, healthy. I'm, I'm beautiful and perfect. Nothing can hurt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, my girlfriend who's in medical school was like does a lot of these re- regular uh covet update meetings and then she was describing to me what the, what it's like to die of this thing where you are just in isolated in a hospital hooked up to a ventilator where nobody can visit you uh, and your friends and family can't visit you you yeah. can't have a funeral because you might still potentially be virulent and it sounds fucking horrifying i don't, I don't want to die that that sucks it's not how the old gypsy yeah. woman said I was going to die. I'm meant to die on a mountaintop in Jordan's <laughs> arms. Like, Wait, so then you're fine. Yeah. If that's not going to get you, then you're I've basically already I've seen my death, me. boy. This ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be... I, I feel like you should be running around like exactly. you've already been vaccinated then. Uh, that's what the testing is just so bad that we have no idea whether or not we are. So that's the worrying thing. It's just like, I, I don't know. And, and I think... I I already have like a lot of that internalized agoraphobia too of just being like I don't want to I don't want to go back out like I don't want to be around all these people or things like that like yeah. I I went I'm ready for like backcountry stuff to be cool oh, to do yeah. again in parks like I'm not gonna go to a crowded trail for like I definitely don't want to be going out in this first wave of people after these openings happen Should I That's test it out for us Yeah I'll go yeah, to the dude, climbing gym back. and like all the holds. <laughs> Oh, uh, I started. I'm so bummed out though because I'm. I've, it's been so hard. I in the Bay Area got extended again, so they. It's been weird. So here in the Bay Area, they changed it a bit so that they extended officially the social distancing requirement or some of the requirements. But some of the places are starting to open, like anywhere with outdoor, an outdoor business is allowed to operate again. And that doesn't mean like restaurants with patio spaces mm-hmm. or anything like that, but like places. Like do do mouths or worse construction is being allowed. Uh, people that work on landscaping that kind of stuff is now allowed to operate again. So the transitioning over to opening some 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 pop up. Yeah, I think I don't think that stuff was ever banned here. Uh, some of that outdoor work, um, and I think it's May twelfth. They're gonna start letting certain restaurants open under certain conditions. So. Restaurants with big dining areas, they're going to let open, but operate at like 20% of capacity or something like that. 
That seems is. so fucking weird. Like, why would you like? Why would you want to go eat at a restaurant and have that fucking weird ass experience with like your waiters maybe wearing like gloves and a mask? How are they gonna fucking serve you from six feet away? Like, and you're not gonna be able to sit near anybody. It's just, like gonna be fucking weird. Like, just take your yeah. And go I was home. talking to the owner of our coffee shop today, and we were talking about how like yeah, let's just keep doing carry out because it's too weird to try to like. Yeah. Have people come in into the coffee shop and work on their laptops, and then us as baristas having to go over and be like, "Hey, can you guys stay six feet away from each other?" Or like asking people that are yeah. sharing a table if they live together. <laughs> like it's too weird. Like it's so much better to just keep doing yeah. takeout only, and we don't have to clean as much, which is nice. Yeah, I was thinking about cleaning when they said at Bryce they're only keeping one bathroom open in like the whole. That sounds park. worse because that's just gonna be like in like... one area where everyone congregates. <laughs> exactly and like how is someone from the park service going to be cleaning the door handles and shit like every 15 minutes like no thanks i mean i guess it's better to only have to have one area to clean instead of like 10 but how often are you gonna have to keep on top of that especially with how many people are gonna start going out yeah and bryce is like far like if people are going to bryce they're gonna be going to the bathroom in bryce because it's a two-hour drive from zion and from anything else so like you're not you know like popping in it's not like joshua tree where you can like leave your house and pop in for half the day and then go home it's like it's far from everything like everyone who's going is gonna be Does going this to the fucking bathroom. say that they are going to start opening up the campgrounds that's the thing that's going to be interesting mm. so i know like the day use places are going to start opening up uh, but I don't know if the the actual campgrounds or like the backcountry area camping backpacking is going to be allowed. I bet they'll open up the backcountry pretty quick. Yeah. Because the real risk with the backcountry stuff is like exposing the gateway communities and all that stuff and search and rescue. But if you're mm-hmm. letting people in the main park, you might as you're already exposing the gateway communities. So. What? Well, the backcountry stuff. The risk is that you get hurt and then SAR has to come and rescue your ass. And then expose themselves to that potentially, and then have to allocate more resources to backcountries to rescue. Aren't which way is more, more injuries in the front country though? Yeah, but they're easier to deal with than it is to deal with something in the backcountry. Like you can, it's easier to get someone out from like a trailhead than it is to get them out from like 40, 50 miles in backcountry somewhere. I I definitely get that, but that's a separate issue, right? Like how difficult it is to rescue people doesn't have to do with how many people get exposed yeah. necessarily. Like, because the issue is how many people get exposed. So yeah, I don't know. If you're worried I, about like exposure to number of people, then it makes sense to open the back country because the front country has way more exposure. Yeah. Because like you're you're possibly exposing eight rescuers, but if you're in the front country, you're like guaranteed to be around like way more yeah, than eight people exactly. at all times. Yeah. I think in the for, in most of the Forest Service stuff, they've they've kept the trails open, but they have they're still keeping closed all the front country areas. So like you can park at the trailhead, but you can't like, you know, use the picnic areas or like the day use areas or the campgrounds or anything. You can just park there and head in. Yeah. I have some friends that have been doing a little bit of camping around here um, because there's so much just big, huge open forest space and um, like BLM land around here. And I have some friends that went out and stayed within like an hour of their house and did like basic camping and it all seemed chill. Yeah, I kind of want to do a car camping thing some weekend, yeah. like, close by. Yeah. Just to, like... I want to do some basic, <laughs> like, some really easy climbing just to get... Not to totally lose that skill set. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's the interesting thing is like how do we start transitioning to this uh, some of that stuff again the california has a like a covid guidelines thing and one of the things they listed on there was that it's, it's kind of a mixed thing so some high, high contact activities are not allowed in some places so like if like touch football or, or something like that is not allowed but certain other activities like golf all golf courses are open now like they're allowed to open up again mm -hmm. and the question is like something like climbing uh, is that if you're coming into contact with a lot of surfaces the same thing whether or not how long the virus can survive whether or not you're exposing yourself or possibly exposing other people there's so there's some issue with that there's some questions about how long it can survive anywhere we've seen anywhere between like a couple a day to a couple of days that potentially can survive on certain rocks and wood surfaces so there's that issue especially like a crag like a crowded climbing crag is can be really busy like the guidelines are saying that um, i think i just read a thing from access fund they were saying that they were still recommending people not climb but if you were to do that to just go with only the person who's who are belaying you or your, who your partner is or who you're living with already yeah. and then try not to go during peak times and don't go to busy crags still so I what think if, we're going to start seeing more of things like that, where maybe we're allowed to do some of these outdoors activities again, but in a much more consolidated way, much more conservative manner. We're going to have to start brushing and Clorox wiping our holds. <laughs> Bleach is aid. <laughs> Wait, uh, and we have to drink it? You have it? to drink yeah. it the the every time, yeah. I've been drinking it for years. Jordan's been way ahead. Like, <laughs> the... So that was another big thing too, is that it kind of, it's, I understand some people, it was kind of misconstrued a little bit. So Trump, everyone thinks like Trump said that we should be drinking and injecting bleach, uh, which is not exactly what he said. He was just, he was just spits, he was just brainstorming, you know, he's just spitballing here of whether or not we could use disinfectants. To, I think that's totally to fair. <laughs> yeah. It's in the way that, like in the way that like Jordan and I have dumb thoughts that we sometimes just articulate or ask like what if we just do this this dumb thing? He does the same thing too. The only difference between us and Jordan is that nobody's listening to us right now versus he's the president and everyone else doesn't him. So when he spitballs like that, it it sets in motion a bunch of different people have to come out and not and have to argue that this is not to take him seriously. How pumped would you be if there was a press conference and Trump was like, "All right, get this. What about walker texas park ranger <laughs> <laughs> i'd be i'd be mad but at the same time i'd be really happy just throwing it out there as an idea my bit. My bit. We are, i'm reading through this list of acceptable activities and it's like it's like really beautiful there's a few really funny things on here like you can explore rock pools that's like an activity that's sanctioned rock um, pools like tide pools hiking. well that's cute yeah Outdoor, like, okay, meditation, outdoor photography. It's like, <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> trampolining. Watch the sunrise or sunset. It's like, yo, like, you didn't need to give me that. Like, I never had a question about I like the idea that, that people easy. haven't been meditating. People that are, like, really into meditation, they're like, <laughs> haven't been going out loud. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, dude, I can't. Yeah. It's not an essential activity. <laughs> Nah, dude, but now rest assured. I'm so fucking stoked. Pools. I'm going to go check out some tide pools. Yo, scootering, parentheses, not in groups. <laughs> oh, damn. Our scooter gang can't roll through now. Damn but it. hold on. Does that imply that all the other stuff you can do in groups? Well, it's kind of funky because it says, it says you can picnic with your stay home household members only. So, like, if I'm in a fucking co-op with a bunch of skateboarders, am I allowed to skateboard with the seven oh, other people I, I live with? 
Like first of all, the, the differentiator. Yeah, the differentiate between skateboarding and scootering because those are obviously very different activities. <laughs> yeah, one's cool. Yeah, yeah, they're two different goals. Yeah, one's cool. But they, but they put jogging. <laughs> one's cool, and the other one is skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wait. They put canoeing, but they didn't yeah, put kayaking. Yeah, kayaking is more dangerous. Canoeing chill. <laughs> yeah, but you canoeing alone is so hard. I guess not. I mean, it's it's not hard, but it's like something. You have to get like a ten foot canoe so you can be six feet away from (laughs) your co paddler. (laughs) You don't help each other in or out. So this is like a. It's just kind of like what was the stuff that was going on beforehand. It's just now now codified and allowed. So. Like before we could do yeah. we could do outdoor activities. Just they funny. were just they just kind of were saying like you can go outside for for exercise or for essential activities, and but now they're just yeah. actually listing out the things that are now welcome. Because it's, before everything was like looked down upon or frowned upon, even if it was maybe not unofficially allowed. It's gonna be dope when none of this matters because they there's didn't... a second wave, and then they try to shut everything back down, and Americans are just like, nah, we already did that. Yeah. <laughs> we tried that. We're not going. I'm not going back yeah. to that life. I'm not going back in. Because you know that's that's what would happen. Like, there's yeah, no 100%. way that they could shut it back down. They either keep it shut down or they open it up, and there's no in between. Well, and we're opening it up, so that's the way we're yeah. going. Yeah, no backing down now. the The backcountry stuff is like what's worrying me is the second wave. Like that's that's my concern for the summer and for the fall, which is when all my plans mm-hmm. are for the backpacking big plans and. Just the worry that, like, yeah, we're going to be back out in the backcountry somewhere in August, and then we're just going to have to close things back up again. That would be so dope, dude. Imagine yeah. we're out on the Hayduke, and we have no cell reception for, like, two and a half weeks, and we come into a town, and everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, well, guess we're just hiking forever. Just like the start of The Walking Dead. Yeah. But we're already ready for it. Yeah. I guess we'll just keep going. <clears throat> yeah. I, <laughs> I know... I know everyone's story. dead, but I'm still trying to finish this because I'm not. I'm trying to list this on my Instagram still. Yeah, death before DNF. <laughs> what if you don't yeah, start? Starting is the ultimate DNF. That's why. That's why Jose has to hike the Heyduke with me. Yeah. Dude, if you put Heyduke 2020 in your Instagram bio, like you can't yeah. take it. Yeah, out. you have to do seppuku. <laughs> you have to you have to yourself with your tracking I mean, pole. You, if the tent stake. <laughs> if all else fails, you just have to like send it in December and be like, I don't fucking care. I'm doing this or I'm not. Dang, that's yeah. so cool. Who was it that did that? Pepper and Trauma, the winter PCT through hike. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I had the, if I had the skills, you could do that's a I love PCT uh, yo 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 where you just do PCT winter, go north to the Sierra in the winter in Washington, then go southbound and then go northbound again. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I could do that. Let's learn. We have to learn Has to ski. Done that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's too white of an activity for me. I'll snowboard. Can we snowboard it? That's not part of my cultural heritage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm still reading this list. Tell us more things. <laughs> what are we allowed to do? <laughs> what am I allowed to do? Make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It doesn't say that you're allowed to do like hard martial arts like karate but it says you can do soft martial arts like tai chi and you're not allowed to fight other people like physically like (laughs) grapple which is really if you're not if you're not getting like if you're not bare-chested wrestling with someone on a gross mat covered in MRSA what's the point what's even the point 
Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. It says throwing a football or kicking a soccer ball not in groups. Like, does that mean <laughs> Yeah, like, just, just kicking a ball, just throwing with a ball. A box, a box full of soccer balls and you just keep I'm kicking just it the like, Charlie Brown crying. is like throwing a baseball across the field and going and retrieving <laughs> yeah. it himself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, table tennis, singles. What about regular tennis? tennis? (laughs) That doesn't even make sense because I feel like table tennis, like courts or tables or whatever the fuck, are only like seven feet apart. But if you're in like regular ass tennis, you're like yeah. But that fuzzy ball's a disease vector. Yeah, I think the worry is that you're gonna not the plastic. You're gonna cough and sneeze all over the ball and then hit it across the the court and it's gonna hit your opponent in the face and they're gonna catch it. But that's not. A risk with table hey, tennis? Hey, Nadia, what's it, what's it say about through hiking and crushing 30-mile days? Is that allowed? Uh, that's not on the list. <laughs> well, it does say hiking trail slash paths allowing distancing. So I guess that goes back to our previous conversation of, like, if you're... I mean, like, if you're on, like, Angel's Landing and you can't safely get around somebody leaving six feet of distance, like... But Sierra High Route is on, it sounds like. Because <laughs> we won't see anybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hiking is still chill. So it probably means that just like popular single track trails won't be opened up, except for they will be. Yeah, like being on that list they has nothing be. to do with anything. But yeah, <laughs> gardening not in groups. Dang my garden! My gardening team hasn't oh. met up since this thing started. <laughs> oh, <God. clears throat> oh wait, it says golf is chill, but. Only singles and walking, no cart. What? No cart. Good. Yo, what are people going to do without their caddies? Would Donald Trump still play golf, do you think? You know, he's still playing golf. Yeah. (laughs) But does he have to walk everywhere? (laughs) He'd probably just have people carry him. I bet he's allowed to drive. He's cool like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it says singles. It doesn't say, yeah, it doesn't say not in groups, though. Like, What's singles golf? I don't know about golf, but do you You can you go play by yourself. Ever golf not sing not. That's the point the whole point of golf I mean, was that you're playing with others so that you can like you with your lobbying partners and or you're a famous uh congressperson and you can why well, you can get your your Israeli prince or uh not Israeli, <laughs> Saudi Arabian princes. Yeah. <laughs> so do some shady back alley deals. That's the whole All point. Right, wait. It also says horse riding singles, but I feel like horses are definitely like six feet long. I feel like you could horse ride next to somebody else who's also horse riding. Like that's not the way like Jordan and I ride horses, where I sit sit behind him and hold him, <laughs> nestle my face. Was that reverse cowgirl? <laughs> yeah, I'm just we're facing towards each other on top of a horse. <laughs> All right, you know, never mind. Yeah. I'm talking about you. Have you ever been on a horse as a? As a kid, yeah. 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 At like a zoo or something? Yeah, like a petting, yeah, like okay. some, some like shitty, abusive animal petting zoo, yeah, probably. Yeah. I went to a really uh, like bougie summer camp in Connecticut, and uh, you had to pay extra if you want if you wanted to pick horseback riding as one of your nice. activities, and I always did. Did you go to summer camp? Yeah. Jose? So. No, I'm Mexican. No, I didn't. I didn't go either. I'm poor. <laughs> That was a thing that I saw on TV. I'm like, huh, it's weird that they made this thing up for TV. Yeah. That, like, I've, I've never met a kid <laughs> well, my that's parents actually are like, this. 
My parents are professional classical musicians in the summer. They would always have a lot of like festivals that they'd have to go to. So I think for them, it was just like a way to put me in daycare because it was like a two week sleepaway camp and then they could just like go do their gigs and not have to like worry about finding yeah. a babysitter. We had a TV. Same. <laughs> that, yeah, for maybe. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mom gave me 20 bucks, the number for the pizza place. She stocked the freezer with Hot Pockets. Yeah, and that and die. grandma come check on you. Or you might go stay at grandma's house, depending on how young oh, you are. Sweet. I didn't have Aww. a grandma, so... This has turned into a competition. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm going to say I, Jose I probably wins for most poor childhood. Sad poor childhood? 100% I win, yeah. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, you're f- bragging about your fancy TVs and your Hot Pockets. Wow. <laughs> we stole cable, so... <laughs> wow, you had cable. <laughs> we stole it. It was the, We had pay-per-view. We could watch WrestleMania. And by we stole well, cable, I mean that that's a fictional story. It's bad. There's a statute of limitations on your poor ass family stealing cable. <laughs> that's probably true. What They're else we got to talk about? Uh, Jesse Ventura is running for the Green Party nomination. I'm very Finally, excited. someone you can vote for. Yeah, I'm very excited. Fully change our endorsement. Goodbye, Howie Hawkins. Howie Hawkins yeah. is canceled. Is over. <laughs> bye bye. Howie Hawkins like won. He didn't he. Something happened today. He got he won like. Arkansas Who cares? Jesse Ventura. I think he, he's well on the <laughs> Even way the to notion of Jesse Ventura being interested in running on this like Howie Who. <laughs> <laughs> Eco socialism. What? Didn't we formally endorse him as a fucking podcast? You guys made me give up my personal identity in like the first or second episode so that we could collectively endorse Howie Hawkins as a fucking. Parent. Yeah, and now we're collectively bullying you again into changing that <laughs> into supporting Jesse Ventura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most like absurd outcome 2020 yeah absolutely so it was it's nothing official it's not like he just joined officially joined the green party uh which is he the the pictures of him joining it are so funny because he just looks like like a old homeless man who just has like a he's got a skullet going on he and, has like a steroid yeah. forehead yeah yeah, is that like an <laughs> head? And he's just in a park and he's just like yeah. filling out the ballot there, but like six feet away from everybody still. Um, and that's it. Like that's just, that's how that's how you become a member of the Green Party, apparently. Yeah, you sign a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, in a park. But it's it'll be interesting. I don't know too much about his politics. I know more about his wrestling history than I know about his <laughs> politics. Like a hundred percent. If you want to talk about his his run uh, in uh, the florida championship wrestling or his or his, his feud with superstar billy graham or how he stole basically his whole bit from superstar billy graham happy to get into that but as far as his politics go i don't know shit about him his politics i know a little bit about them they're pretty much all over the place yeah like some he, things are like super leftist but then other things are very libertarian he's like yeah. a typical like a la carte uh, like i feel like that's how most americans are there's no cohesive ideology it's just like whatever sounds interesting or sounds good but he's got some good ideas around environment and stuff but then other things are like super libertarian when it comes to like uh, work rights and stuff like that yeah what are his environmental views like what what i only know about him is that he was governor of minnesota under the reform party which i've never even heard about before and then after a year he immediately left and became an independent and that's the extent of my familiarity with this. Yeah, I don't know much about the Reform Party. I know that he he's a huge conspiracy theorist, and that informs like a lot of his political mm-hmm. alignments. So, 
he and sometimes that manifests itself in good ways like he thinks that corporations are all just like fucking the planet and are extracting all this wealth from the planet and just leaving pollution and destruction everywhere in their path which is accurate yeah so like i feel like his kind of conspiratorial nature like leads him down that path in a good way but then he's also very likely to take on like libertarian ideas that like you know oh the government wants to infringe on your personal rights and um that's why we shouldn't regulate like small business at all or something like that um i don't know like the details of it i just know like when i was looking at some of his alignments it's just like all over the place no he argues with with he goes on alex jones's show on Infowars. shout out to the king uh (laughs) get out (laughs) but our other favorite they argue a lot on there um so it's kind of interesting i was listening to some like interviews with him i did find a super dope interview where he's on like some fox sports newscast thing and they were like well you're against uh the team being called the washington redskins what's the big deal about that it doesn't seem like a big deal to us and he's just like they're called the redskins and if you saw a Native American gentleman on the street, would you feel comfortable walking up to him and calling him a redskin? And they're like, uh, no. And then it's like, well, then it's a slur. And why would you have a slur for a team name? Wow, that's pretty That's pretty woke, Jesse. Nice. Yeah. yeah he I is like pretty woke on a lot of I stuff. Like, like, it's weird. You guys should look up his uh, I, opinions on stuff. Well, I'm, I'm on it. His Wikipedia is actually really fucking long, but... He, it's in the the section for like the 2020 election um he said he announced in april 2020 on twitter that he wouldn't be supporting biden or trump and he'd be supporting the mm-hmm. green party um but then it said he stated that he refuses to vote for the lesser of two evils because in the end that's still choosing yeah, yeah so that's basically what jose and i were saying when we were trying to talk you out of voting for biden <laughs> i think you did I, I got in some fights with people on Instagram. oh yeah really because i keep posting the like Tara Reid shit like I'm yeah, not he's a stop. fucking rapist <laughs> like I I was I was definitely posting it more with a different intention during the primary because I was like guys vote for Bernie no one's ever accused him of being a fucking predator but now I'm still like all right but this dude's still a fucking predator yeah. like I'm not gonna shut up I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be like oh maybe we should re-examine these claims it's like no this still matters yeah. like so I think this? we're trying to like We've talked about trying to make an effort to not talk about like big picture electoral politics and keep it to like outdoorsy shit. But I think we should, it's worth yeah. mentioning again like, we do live in a democracy. No one can bully you into choosing this lesser of two evils. If you don't like Biden, which it's, I think it's all of our opinion that you shouldn't like Biden. He's a rapist. His policies aren't good. He doesn't support Medicare for all. He doesn't fully endorse the Green New Deal. Um, you don't have to vote for him. Like, don't let people guilt trip you into trying to vote for him. You're not, like, just (laughs) choosing Trump by not voting for Biden. You're choosing neither Trump nor Biden, and it's their fault for running Biden if Trump wins. So that's the RPSA and fuck off. Especially now when we have a fantastic candidate in... Jesse the Body. Jesse the Body Ventura. (laughs) I did find... Has anyone ever accused him of sexual assault? No, he is. <laughs> Should we no, look I don't this think up he actually has, him? but he is a what do they call him, Jose? A sexual creep? No, no. He has a nickname. <laughs> well, Wikipedia Wikipedia says he's been married. So he he was born in 1951. He's been married to a woman named Teresa since 1975. 
So he got married when he was 24, and now he's 68. Like, that, that's a pretty long-standing relationship. Yeah. Like, someone likes him. If that's any, if that's any correlation with, like, morality or not being <laughs> a creep, I don't know. He can still be a creep, I guess. I found some of his stuff on the environmental to keep it, to keep it ostensibly related to this thing. Uh, EPA approved a position, poisons engulfed his first BP oil spill. He was driven off his family farm due to the development. He entered the Mario race in 2008 because of water drainage issues. Pushed for a light rail in the Twin Cities. I do remember that he did. He was a big advocate of uh, public expanding public transportation in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, he... Yeah, the Green Party oh, okay, affiliation checks it. out. He, uh, he's a sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> because when he was in when he was in what? Predator, uh, he says the line, "This stuff makes you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus, just like me." <laughs> Do you want to speculate as to what that um, means? I'm or speculating not? that it means that he has never uh, forced his fingers inside of a woman like Joe Biden did. Is that because a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> is physically not capable of yeah. penetrating? Well, somebody? I mean, as far as the candidates that are currently in the race, he seems to be the most uh, progressive on environmental issues. So he's got that going for which, him. Probably. Which isn't hard. That's not that hard. So, <laughs> third block hereby officially endorses. Jesse, the body Ventura, right. for... including including Furball, who also endorses right. him. <laughs> who will not be voting for Biden? Please direct all comments, and criticisms. I haven't decided. I mean, it's still like six months away. Yeah, he's like still going to be a rapist away. in six months. <laughs> no, no, he yeah, could true. die. <laughs> that's true. Well, he, that's he could be a true. dead rapist. Um, and even if he wasn't a rapist. He his policies are horrible. He has bad politics. Yeah, I I think the decision for me is whether or not I be fall victim to the bullying, the aforementioned bullying, or the fear of the alternative, which is like I hate having to choose between lesser of two evils. But that's also like I mean I acknowledge it as a shitty position to be in, and like no no decision in this situation is ideal because of the situation. Um, but yeah, I and I do think it. that's fair to some degree. Like, if I have to be totally honest, like, if I think back to other lesser of two evils type elections, like, yeah, I probably would have rather had Gore over Bush. Like, I think the world would probably be a little bit better off now if Bush wasn't president. Yeah. I mean, I have respect for people, any decision that they make for it. I, yeah, I don't know. I, still I have the most respect for people that vote for, vote for Trump because he's funny. I don't. Like that that was like six percent of Bernie supporters last year. Embracing the nihilistic absurdity of it all. Or just Yeah, the the 4chan voting block. Or just going full on accelerationist and just voting for him just so that we can get this revolution going sooner. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your good news for a while? I'm cutting this whole part out. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about some let's talk about some good news. Yeah, okay, we got some good news today. Uh a judge in Montana overthrew um, a few hundred oil and gas leases that the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, had authorized, but they found um, they hadn't gone through the required environmental assessments. Whoop, whoop. Um, so these are these are leases that Trump, the Trump administration, um, <clears throat> issued to energy companies in 2017 and 2018. So apparently, this is like kind of a trend that a lot of these a lot of these leases are being overthrown because of the lack of. Um, kind of preemptive assessments that you have to do to look at how the 
whatever project you have to do in the government, you always have to do assessments about how it's going to impact all sorts of shit, like the environment and, you know, any cultural sites, any other resources, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Trump's actually working to try to negate those requirements anyway and kind of remove those um, considerations altogether when you're doing an environmental assessment. So that's shitty, but he hasn't gotten there yet. So we're still at the point where we need pretty in-depth um, environmental assessment before issuing oil and gas leases, and they're not doing it. So so what does that mean um, for the future? Like, are those leases that aren't being renewed um, is that just dead? Like that gets to be public land now or? No, they just have to, now they just have to do the full EA, which they, so they still might write the full EA and then they, they find, you know, no significant impact and then they still move forward with the leases. I think it just sets a precedent for like not being able to just sweep okay. a lot of this. So that's a step in the right direction. The thing before they were saying was that yeah. the, the assessments were not accurate or they were flawed and versus like now they've just started to just straight up not doing them at all. And like, that was the court ruling. We're saying like, right. it wasn't an issue that these were wrong or that they misconstrued the information. It was just that they straight up just didn't exist and they just didn't do them at all to try to circumvent all these issues. Like you can't, you can't uh, complain about this causing an environmental impact if we don't have an environmental report that says anything. Right. But I mean, even in some instances where reports aren't being done, not not thinking of BLM, but thinking specifically of um, the uh, Mount Rushmore authorized the return of a Fourth of July fireworks show, <laughs> which was done for a while, but what we haven't had for like eleven years, um, because every year it started at least one to two unplanned wildfires, and it also really hurts the wildlife and has all these like crazy impacts, but. This year, they pushed it again. The Trump administration pushed it again, and um, they did the full environmental assessment, but it came back with a FONSI, a finding of no significant impact, which means that they're allowed to move forward with it. So they they acknowledged that the wildfire risk and the damage to wildlife is an impact, but they didn't find that impact to be significant enough. So it's still possible that, you know, these these EAs can be done, but that they're still going to not mean anything. What, but what do you all think of Mount Rushmore? I've never been. Like, yeah, I don't give a reason. shit about Rushmore. <laughs> if you're, I drove by it too. Like when I was driving home from the PCT, like I drove by it, and I was like, yeah. mm, nah. If, I, in our, in our fantasy nah. world, where we actually are able to violently overflow, overthrow the government, and not like we, but like the left, um, are we like blowing that up? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> Yo, are we gonna perform? That's true. Let's analyze it first. We'll just return the land to the indigenous people that used to be there, like the Sioux, and just let them do what they want with it. If they want to blow it let's up, let's just paint. Uh, let's paint Juggalo paint on the presidents. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going then. If we do Mount that, then, yeah, for sure. God, imagine being such a like American <laughs> cuck that you go to this place just to look at the giant heads of a bunch of slave owners and yeah. racists. And on the 4th of July yeah. with like your kids, you like pack them in the fucking Cruise America rental <laughs> RV and you go to fucking Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Go yeah. away. <laughs> it's such a that's stupid a, waste of time. That's such a funny project. Although I did watch a documentary uh, <laughs> about how there's actually like a, a city, lost city of gold actually hidden inside it. It was, with, it was a really good documentary. Was this a documentary? Was this like a Jesse? Or no, that Ren and Stempy episode where <laughs> in, inside of Abraham Lincoln's head is caramel corn? <laughs> no, it was the documentary with Nicolas Cage, National Treasure. 
Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but going back to the, the oil and gas leases, it, it is good. I think it is at least some kind of win for environmental advocacy, uh, or at least in, in some minor capacity. It's like 145,000 acres, right, in Montana. And mm-hmm. hopefully we'll stop a lot of these things. I think the thing with the environmental assessments is that obviously they can be changed around, or even if they do show some results that can be, that show that it's detrimental to the environment that they can still be, they go through with them anyway, because they don't give a shit anyway. But the goal is that these, they can be used in future lawsuits to, to prevent some oil and gas drilling. Yeah, which is why it's good that they that the administration hasn't been successful yet in eliminating the need to perform them. Because then they're just fucked. Like, then then there's no legal basis for them to have to look yeah. at anything. Yeah, because you just start know? going through and just doing any kind of large-scale projects or leasing. They're just basically just giving the land to private entities just to deal with as they will without any having to worry about any consequences. Have you guys seen those videos yeah. where they... Uh people bring in their water that's been like contaminated by fracking into like city meetings and they ask the oil executives to like drink it and they won't do it. Yeah. There were some presidential like candidates that did that. Well, Obama drank the Flint water and then told them it was safe to drink and like was like, watch, I'll drink it. And he drank it. And then now a bunch of kids are like have permanent brain damage because of it. So thanks, Obama, literally. But there's there's some really great videos of people taking like these nasty cups of water from like their wells that have always been good, yeah, and trying to get these oil executives and gov- and like local government officials to drink it, and every time like they won't do it. And I feel like maybe instead of if the environmental tests are too expensive, they could just do that. Like it's like oh, if you just drink some of the water that runs off from your mine, then go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, the poor man's. Put version. your money where your mouth is. And you get like way more, way more like entertainment shock value. It's like we can just go back to fucking ancient Rome where we just have all this shit on yeah. display for entertainment. Will he drink it? And then like the crowd jeers. They're like, he won't. And then he does, and they call him like a. He does, and then they call him like a coward. And his reputation suffers. Fear like, factor, like which fantasy. is like fracking juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. There, there's been yeah. so much stuff the the Trump administration has done to just fuck over environmental protections and regulations. So it is it is heartwarming at least to see one deterrent. There's I want to do yeah. a whole episode just where we talk about just all the things that have happened under the Trump's EPA, especially with like Scott Pruitt and Andrew Wheeler before. Yeah, but. I think even though this is a win to some degree, before we call it like. I mean, we need to call it what it is still. Like, this is just them agreeing to play by the rules that have been set. So what we're considering a win on the left now is just them honoring, like, the (laughs) legislation that was put in. The bars. No, no, no. They haven't even even said that they're going to agree with this. It was just a judge ruling, a court ruling. They're probably going to appeal. They're probably going to try to get this overturned. And like that so it's not even as far as to say that like this is any kind of victory this is just like a temporary stoppage or at least the requirement of a minor thing that should just be part of of any kind of uh leasing out of land like this yeah i mean a, a lot of the things he's been trying to repeal have been more like obama era epa rulings and stuff like that like the clean more water rule things. but this comes from the uh the nepa Envi- national environmental Pol- policy act i think 
which is like 50 years old. Right. It's like this isn't even just like, oh, Obama made this stupid rule I don't agree with. Like, I'm going to overturn it. It's like, no, this has been around for a while. And like Republican presidents before you were also chill with this. Regulations, by the way, will be cut down to a fraction of what they are now. And believe it or not, environmentally, you'll be protected better and we'll have jobs, okay? We'll have jobs. So that you mentioned you've been feeling like bummed out and all Eeyore and shit about not being able to go outside. <laughs> Wait, but you can go outside. I just listed no, many it's not about it's not about do. going out. It's just going like extended <laughs> backpacking trips or climbing trips, things like that, like that kind yeah. of stuff. And it's still, that stuff is still not 100% clear, obviously. Uh, there's still some restrictions in place and there's also just the sort of internalized agoraphobia of just now hating being outside with other people and just seeing the little droplets in the air every time somebody talks or says something and we're just worrying about that kind of stuff and whether or not it's the responsible thing to actually just go outdoors again but at the same time like yeah i want these places to open up i want national parks i want to go to yosemite like i had planned to for my birthday i want to be able to do some of those things and i think so there's a lot of frustration and mixed feelings about that, whether or not. But at the same time, I don't want people to die. Like I, I don't want there to be another spike. I don't want, I don't want to end up in a hospital things like that. So it's just like trying to balance that, the worries about that. I'm just feeling super anx- anxious about yeah. it. I mean, if the park is open and people are going, when, how soon do you think you'd feel comfortable going? Oh, uh, I have no park? idea. I, I have no, I don't, I. Every time I go to just get groceries, it just it turns into a whole ordeal. I'm just anxiety, anxious, depressed for a while. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, using a national park in the way that we've talked about, like how a lot of us use national parks. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, going to Lower Yosemite Falls when there's a thousand other people there. But like, if they open the backcountry, like, I'm probably going to be there as soon as they open. Yeah, it. same. I guess it depends on the areas. I mean, some of the areas I want to go to in the backcountry, like they're they're not accessible yet anyway, not until the summer. So. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like, also, just keep continuing to wait and, and until and seeing how things play out. I think June is going to be a, an interesting month. Yeah, it's like well, like yeah. I said earlier, I'm more concerned with like spreading it to other people yeah. than me myself getting it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that I'm not concerned about that at all. That would be ridiculous. But like, it, that my bigger concern is being a responsible citizen. Yeah. So if the places but, are I mean, open, if, if the... then they're open, and I'm gonna go. Yeah. Like... I mean, if the park's opening up the backcountry, that's them you know, acknowledging like, hey, we know that there's a SAR risk, but we feel like we have the personnel or whatever to be able to or handle it. Or the president it. has forced us so to do yeah. like Or we don't have any choice. <laughs> the president has forced us to say that we're okay with this. But I feel like one, once like institutions are cool with, you know, letting people explicitly into the backcountry, not just saying like, oh, we're open for recreation, but being like, hey, uh, extended backpacking or whatever is okay again i just feel like like, once there's like ten thousand dudes with heads shaped like thumbs and like oakley sunglasses and stuff walking around the front country (laughs) and doing like day hikes then it's on like there's whether it was the right decision or not they've opened themselves up to the risk they being like the parks and the government officials in charge of opening the parks so like me going there's not gonna especially me going into the back country is just like all right i'm going yeah, I wonder if they'll open backcountry stuff or front country stuff first, because like it's obviously easier to distance in backcountry, but that's not where people want to go. Like if you're if you're like Bernhardt and you really give a shit about like the customers, like because you see the American people and park visitors as like 
customers of a business. Like if you're more most concerned about what they want, then you'd want then you'd push for like the popular viewpoints yeah. to be open. You wouldn't give a shit about. Yeah, I think this, I think the the backcountry like if you were to roll the openings up out a bit, like it makes sense to open up the backcountry first because obviously that's going to be the less crowded section. The it's, it potentially has the most issues with like rescue but as far as like exposure and potential to get other people infected as well it, it obviously makes more sense to open up the backcountry first and start start with there and then open up figure out a better system for opening up the, the front country spaces yeah but now, now that we're talking about that i foresee if they open backcountry first that it's just going to be inviting a bunch of people who've never been fucking backpacking before to decide that now they want to try it just because they're so desperate to go to yosemite and then like if you were if you were opening the backcountry to like the normal backcountry crowd that you usually get, then probably star risk would be lower. But if you're opening only yeah. the backcountry, and then all the people who wanted to go to the front country are just funneling on to like the most popular trail corridors in the backcountry, then it's happen. like a different fucking story. Uh, yeah, there's Hopefully so many not. of these people that are like every time I tell like people about the type of backpacking we do, you get like some like 50 year old guy that's like oh, I'd like to do something like that someday. And I'm like, yeah, you can just go fucking do it. And they're just never going to do it. Like, it's too hard for them. Yeah. Or like in their yeah. mind, it's too hard. Like, I, I firmly believe anybody could do what we do. Like, you know, assuming they've got, you know, function of their limbs and stuff. Thousands of dollars to spend on high-end gear. Yeah, as long as they can get yeah. their base weight under eight pounds, they can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think that people will flood the backcountry. Like, people... Even some of those, like, technically backcountry sites that are, like, two or three mile hike-ins, they're this, that's too much for, like, the average, you know, sleep at the car campgrounds person. Yeah. I mean, I don't think everyone will funnel in, but I think the people who would be normally, like, okay doing something like that, like, it's not their preferred means of visiting a national park, but if it's their only way... Yeah, I could see it causing an increase, but I don't think it's going to just be, like, all the normal front country people in the back country. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, not all of them, but, yeah. Like you said, I'm sure it'll be, it'll be an uptick. But, I think, I mean, if we're looking at what other parks are doing as precedent, I mean, Zion hasn't officially... They said they're only going to open select areas, but they haven't said exactly what those are. Um, <laughs> Only Angel's yeah. Landing and the gift shop. Um, but, but Bryce said that they're, I mean, Bryce has a little bit of a backcountry, but they said they're just opening up the trails in the Bryce Amphitheater, which are all like, you know, three to five miles. And then they're opening up the popular viewpoints that you can drive to. So, I mean, if we're looking at them as a model of what other people are going to do, then it's probably going to be, you know, like the the viewpoints you can drive to, one bathroom and... The short trails that I think mean I mean the out. goal is just going to be to try to find the least crowded spaces that we can get into safely and try to avoid these crowds, mm-hmm. which is already our plan. What if everyone it's else is doing Sierra High Route and the Hayduke? They're like the two most, so two of the most remote places. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Because even if like every trail is a conga line, <laughs> like the amount of people visiting Yosemite who are down to do off-trail route finding, it's almost like nobody. Fucking yeah. point yeah. zero one. If that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, there were sections of the Yosemite high route where we didn't see anybody for days. We didn't see anybody yeah. at all in the second Southern Loop until we got... Except for the eighth JMT. mile that we overlapped with the JMT. Yeah. We saw, we saw like, people. six people. <laughs> but then, so we, if we if we look at numbers, like, proportionally, then that means if there's twice as many people in the park now, then you might see one person. Or it's two times or zero. Or still no people. Yeah. Well... 
don't when know I, the probability. When was. I attempted the Sierra high route a couple years ago, I saw there was more people on that than the Yosemite high route because it's a more established route. But it was mm -hmm. still like days without seeing people, or like you'd see one person, they're yeah. like across the ridge, and you don't interact with them at all. Yeah, I mean, I th I think mm -hmm. barring any further closures, I think I'd still be because the plan is just to do the Sierra high route in August anyway, so that's that's further away. Uh, the the things that I'm worried about now is mostly in June. Like, how is that going to play out in terms of the openings, um, in terms of search mm -hmm. and rescue? So that I'm waiting to see on. But I feel like by August we'll have some idea of sort of what the conditions are like, whether or not it's it's not just it's not only safe, but is it is it responsible? Is it okay to go yeah. out there do that stuff? Yeah, it's gonna be fun when because like I got a new shelter for Christmas. And if I can't do any shakedown hikes with it, I'm just going straight out to the Sierra High Route. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the ultimate culmination of you as the YouTube dad hiker in the podcast. Dying like, on the Sierra High Route. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like bring a piece of gear that you never used before into like a situation in which it's pretty You haven't even set it up in your backyard yet? Function. I pitched it, yeah. I've, I just well, never mind. It. Well, all the YouTube, yeah, all the YouTube dads pitch their tents immediately in their living room yeah and then they lay on it in their hardwood floor and that for 15 seconds and they're like it's the most comfortable tent i've ever slept in and do a 20 minute <laughs> 20 minute unboxing video and a 20 minute review video yeah and they're like i set it up in my backyard and 10 out of 10 perfect tent <laughs> <laughs> it took me like 50 pitches before i could set up my z-pax tent like yeah well that's because z-pax tents are a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have a theory guys that the you know in the last episode we were discussing like why does trump care about opening these national parks like he's probably never even been to one mm -hmm. what if, what if he has a yeah. huge crush on dixie and he start <laughs> he's con he's content starved <laughs> <laughs> then he, that just makes him the equivalent of every other like creepy old man who has any interest in hiking and has ever watched yeah. a youtube video related to hiking i feel He's like a lot of her fans are like bushcrafter like old horny bushcrafters yeah it's, I know. It's her, she has the horniest yeah. fan base <laughs> wait are they hornier than you are <laughs> that's not possible hey guys it's darwin <laughs>